Xin chào. Chúng bệnh số. Mình gọi là bà. Ní hào. Selamat siang. Sabai đi tuần sau. Assalamualaikum. Tuadi. Selamat pagi. Magandang umaga. Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host the Lotus Talks. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax. And let's go! Good morning. This is Granger Whitelaw with Lotus Talks. Monday morning, uh, Monday morning coffee is our weekly start talking about things that we can think about for business here in Southeast Asia and Vietnam. It is March 2nd. The month of February has come and gone, and it has been a crazy month, an incredibly active month, uh, as you all know. And it went out in a bear market. $4.3 trillion in value was lost in the U.S. stock exchange over the past seven sessions. The uh, markets worldwide are getting hammered. Um, we'll see how Asia opens this morning. Um, but I am hoping that it's going to turn around as we all are. There may be another 1% or 2% here in the correction that was already really needed in the U.S. markets for sure. Um, so we'll see. Uh, COVID-19 coronavirus obviously is affecting everybody. I do not want to get into a large conversation about this today. Um, I will just say that I think the, uh, the late news reporting and the over-sensationalization of it uh, in the U.S. and other places is just horrible. I, I am disappointed in what I see, what I read, and the way it's characterized. Certainly, this is a massive flu. It's affecting a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of unanswered questions about it, but there's a lot of clarity as well from what I'm seeing. And uh, I think that the uh, overreaction and panic is just um, not necessary. So with the markets uh, being down in the U.S. Uh, in a major way, I think that this really brings to mind for me just how lucky we are to be in Asia. Um, Southeast Asia is a phenomenal market. I think the emerging markets are a great investment. Uh, Vietnam uh, certainly is in its golden age. And uh, as, uh, as I say all the time, and I do not think that what's happening now um, dampers that. I think the market here in Vietnam is strong. And I think we have to take a different look and a different approach now to how we're doing business. Certainly, supply chains are going to be massively disrupted. Uh, but certainly, there's more diversification opportunity uh, for people to uh, get out of other countries in Southeast Asia or Asia that may be having difficulties uh, and come to Vietnam, look at Cambodia, 
look at uh, some of the other areas around Southeast Asia to expand your manufacturing uh, and distribution. Emerging markets uh, are a great investment. ETFs, uh, I don't know if you invest in ETFs or not, but exchange-traded funds are investment funds that are traded on major stock exchange and hold multiple assets, stocks, commodities, bonds, etc., and it can be a good way to invest in emerging markets. And I would uh, offer the opportunity for you now to really study the emerging markets and look more deeply into uh, the MSCI Emerging Market Index and see uh, the returns that have been over 10% annualized for the last 18, 19 years um, for the emerging markets. It's about double or a little more than double the world index for the MSCI. It's a great uh, way to look at diversifying, but now I think even more so to lead your investments, to allocate more funds to the emerging markets. Um, so that's a great way to invest if you're not in the market today in a ownership way with the business in Southeast Asia. There's some risk. You know, traditionally, um, the markets will have a sell-off, uh, a correction, if you will, of around 20% every two years or so. If you, I think it's Ben Carlson who does a, uh, a chart, and he charts out oh, probably the last 20 years or so, and he'll show the corrections and the 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 the, the um, the sell-offs, about every two years. But that gives you an opportunity then, if you buy on that, that down turn, to make a lot of money. I think uh, he, his, his one-year return averages about 23% on the median, and over five years, it's around 45%. That's a phenomenal uh, peak purchase, right? So... Um, Buying on the downside, letting it come back up, selling on the peak. Um, you can make a lot of money just um, charting that and following that type of a, a um, rebalance, if you will. So look at that. Look at the fundamentals. Obviously, company fundamentals are always key. Um, right now, there's a lot of different opportunities that you'll see in e-commerce, um, uh, different types of supply chain, the... Um, Lazadas, Tiki's, Shopee's in Vietnam are certainly going to be doing well, I would imagine, um, as people feel more comfortable having things delivered at home. And, and those organizations are growing anyway. And looking at like companies in different areas is a great place to look at investment. Um, definitely, you want to look at earnings per share as you get into a more mature um, Stocks and investments. Always exchange rates uh, are fundamental. Um, risks and market valuation risks. Uh, certainly there's pros and cons to that, but looking at the exchange rate is going to uh, affect your investment. And, you know, as you start looking at these things, it gets more complicated. But, you know, if the Japanese yen, weaken, Japanese yen weakens considerably, compared to the U.S. dollar, your investment may lose some value in the dollar. So 
the investment may have been good, but depending on what kind of currency you keep it in, um, it can wipe that out. So be careful. Uh, talk to an investment advisor if this is a little more beyond your scope of education or learning and get some advice on how to purchase the right currency, where to hold those assets, and, uh, and uh, certainly... Something else to look at is capital flow. Um, in emerging markets for small countries, certainly in smaller middle stage of development, uh, a large portion of the market capitalization of the stock is held by foreign investors. So, uh, and obviously those are usually very wealthy nations. Um, institutions, investors uh, from those foreign countries, wealthy countries, may rebalance their portfolios and can affect these emerging markets. But as these emerging markets become more important, as they are today, uh, there is more leverage on this side of the equation. So quantify this uh, for yourself and study it closely. But there are phenomenal areas to um, invest in emerging markets. One of them I would uh, offer now, uh, or, 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 or an entire area, is in infrastructure, right? These private-public partnerships that Vietnam is talking about starting and has started, and the need for a more investment in infrastructure, and certainly in energy, is key. I just read an article uh, that came out two days ago. Um, and they were talking about Vietnam backing off from coal and coal plants uh, as they get harder to build, and the role of coal and power generation um, may decrease. The National Steering Committee for Power and Development has recommended eliminating about 15 gigawatts of planned new coal plants by 2025, so just in the next couple of years. Uh, Obviously, that's going to help our pollution out significantly as well. Certainly, um, looking at renewable energy in Vietnam, uh, Vietnam's power generation capacity um, by, by source, if you look at it, is pretty spread out. Coal is about 18.5%, 19%. Um, hydro and small hydro is about 4.5 gigawatts. Um, gas is about 7.2 gigawatts. Uh, and large hydro is about 16. If we can move away from coal and get into other renewable energy, solar, hydro, and uh, any other type of energy that reduces the pollution, uh, it would help out significantly. And this is a great place to invest, right? People now are really looking at solar panels for... Um, their manufacturing businesses. It's a. It can be a primary source of energy. It can also be a backup source of energy. Right for um, storage, we'll need better battery power, uh, battery storage uh, for the um, solar and other uh, power that we create, and that's a big issue. Right, you can kind of generate this power, but you need to be able, need to, be able to store it. You need to be able to access it. Um, and certainly participate in the financial part of it as well. So I would really 
uh, offer to anyone listening here today, look at renewable energy. Look at how your company can benefit long-term from getting into a renewable energy plan. Um, certainly, if you want to learn more about that, I'm happy to discuss it with you. And there are a number of organizations around who are doing a lot in this area. Infrastructure in general, look at that. And I always say, look at partnerships now. In a down market where you're going to feel economic stress, looking at partnerships or rolling up and acquiring other companies or partnering and joint venturing with companies to help your cash flow, to help with revenue, to help expand your market, and really just to give you some more protection in the down market is a really smart play. Um, I know, uh, speaking of e-commerce earlier, LaFlair went out of business recently. Um, I think they're looking for a buyer or a partner. Uh, certainly they have a different business model than Tiki and some of the other companies, but there's a play there. Um, uh, there's another company last year, I don't remember, it's, not, it's, it's like Zavos or something, that that uh, that is certainly a player um, was a player in delivery, um, and they they did not seek out a partner in time. So, if you are in these manufacturing industry, or if you are in e-commerce, or if you're in digital, or if you're in technology, and you are feeling the stress of the market, or if you start to see it and feel it. Uh, you don't want to lay your people off. You want to continue growing your business. Look at partnering. Partnerships are key. And they can really be uh, incredibly beneficial if you can kind of just forget about the ego part of it and um, and figure out who's going to run it, who's going to be in charge. Um, you know, get through those conversations. Look at the bottom line. Look at how it benefits your employees and look at how it benefits you long term. Because as we all say, 50% of something is better than 100% of nothing. <laughs> right? I'm rambling a little bit today, but you know, there's so much going on and so many things to think about right now in this economy, in this market. My message really is invest at home. Invest right here. This is the best place that you can invest your money right here in Vietnam, right here in Southeast Asia. Uh, get smart about it. Get thoughtful about it. Partner up. Uh, find guys that you can do stuff with here in, uh, guys and gals who you can do stuff with here in Southeast Asia. And and you'll be much better off than I think you can imagine at when this thing turns around. And I do expect it to turn around soon. That's it for today. For your... Uh, Monday morning coffee. I hope that I sparked something in your mind uh, to think about for the week. On Friday, I will profile a company that I think is a great investment for you at this time and an example of how to partner. Until then, have a great week. Keep washing your hands. <laughs> Hopefully the kids will be back in school and uh, they'll have some... Uh, Good times. The parents will have a little more focus at work. And hopefully the stock market will level off here uh, and get some common sense back into the trading. That would be a good thing for everybody.
Sometimes common sense is hard to come by. Until we speak Friday, it's Granger Whitelaw for Lotus Talks. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature The Lotus blog and podcasts. Until next time, The Lotus Talks. See you soon.